Welcome to the straight red card, and this is your USA versus Qatar or Qatar review. Um, and if you haven't yet, make sure you like and subscribe because we're trying to get to a thousand, right, Brett? That's the goal a thousand oh, yeah. subs <clears throat> that changes everything for us. And um, but thank you for everybody that's gotten us up to like 780 and just a handful of months. Really appreciate that. Yeah. Once once Except, we get to a thousand subs, we'll start putting in like ten commercial breaks on each video. Let's we'll monetize <laughs> the shit out of this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You gotta wonder who's gonna want to be a sponsor of this show, though. Oh, we'll just take we'll just take the YouTube sponsors. We're fine. Oh yeah. You mean <laughs> the auto ones? We'll take yeah, yeah, those. yeah, yeah. yeah. Because I'm pretty sure Downey's off the list. <laughs> maybe, um, they wanna, maybe they want to prove us wrong. That would Derek, be cool. Derek, wipe your ass with this towel. Now wash it in Downey. Mmm, <laughs> smells fresh. Now put it up to your nose. <laughs> Tell us how it smells. Uh, all right, so this was a really interesting um, game in the fact that we did so mediocre in the first half and then did a little bit enough better in the second half. Um, so it's really, as you mentioned before we got on air, that it was like a tale of two halves again. It really was. And, uh, you know, the energy obviously didn't start increasing in the second half, but it really didn't start picking up until uh, the PK. But we'll get all we'll get into all this. I don't want I don't want to, you know, get too yeah. far ahead of that. Right, right. But I guess, you know, the bottom line is that we won the game mm -hmm. um, and maybe we shouldn't have if it wasn't for Matt mm -hmm. Turner, you know, kind of yep. saved our ass in that first half and on the penalty kick, which I think he got in that guy's nope. head. I'm giving, I'm giving, I'm giving that PK to Acosta. He was, he sat there for like two minutes, just talking to oh. the guy, icing him down. And then there was a shoving match afterwards. That was all Acosta. Yeah. That he, he, did, he, did, he did it against Mexico, too. Same thing happened. Well, not same thing happened. I mean, uh, Horvath had to come up big against Mexico. But, right. uh, no, I'm giving the PK to Acosta. And, you know, Turner did his thing. You know, he he uh, stayed he stayed his ground until the kick was about to happen. And I, that may have got into the guy's head because all of a sudden he's second-guessing whether or not he should do the little, little PK kick. <laughs> yeah, the right straight down the middle. Yep penalty kick that everybody knew he was going to do mm -hmm. that he get, went ahead and did anyhow i guess guessing that no one had scouted him hmm. no no greg berhalter scouted him and his staff scouted this team they are mm -hmm. prolifically thorough about that so, so i i, I so that brings on to one point i want to bring up about berhalter we, we give we give berhalter a lot of a lot of grief from time to time yeah, I almost wonder. Looking at how that all panned out, I almost wonder if Burhalter's plan was to weather the attack early, and then as Qatar starts getting more and more tired, and they don't have a deep bench, and they go to their one, maybe two sub, that at that point we break out. I almost wonder if that's the case because well, we were sitting so back a little too far in that first half. Um, Abusio was practically along the defensive line with Acosta, and Costa wasn't even part of the game up until about the 25th minute or so. 
Yeah. But I almost wonder if that was kind of a thought process. Like, well, whether we'll take our chances when we get it, but then we'll strike late. I don't know. Two things there. Zardis even said in the interview after this game, um, right before we got um, on air, that the object at the very beginning of the game was, in fact, to tire them out. Ah. That's why at the like the first eight minutes of the game where we had possession, we were just like, Left, go to the right, <laughs> go to the left, go to the right. Because they're back to the five- center back, back to legit, back yeah. to the center back. They're playing a five-three-two. So if we just kept keep shifting that five on the defensive end back and forth, back and forth, make them run, and then we just stand still and kick the ball around. Yeah, they're going to get tired. And Zarda said just that much at the end of the game here. That, that's that's that nice because that. I didn't actually watch the interview, so I'm glad that I was able to pick that up. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's true, um, and it's still we we still didn't. And, and by the way, I got to give props to that Afif guy. Why yeah. that that guy is not playing in Europe somewhere? I know he did briefly, and it didn't work out or whatever. Well, he's 25. He probably needs to go back because. Mm-hmm. He's been a fantastic player this whole um, this whole tournament. I was actually surprised when they took him out in the second half. I was like, really? You're going to take that guy out? He's the best player on your team. Yeah. I thought that was a little strange as well. Yeah. That, that was so. But I personally wrote down in my notes as far as the passing went in the first eight or so minutes from us that this just seems senseless unless it is to tire them out. <laughs> That's what I wrote because Acosta wasn't even looking to find space between the lines so he could mm-hmm. get the ball. You know, he was happy with just poking it straight back to the center backs. It wasn't like they were man marking him. He just didn't move forward the 10 yards or five yards necessary to find open space because we were perfectly happy going from wing to wing with the ball and doing absolutely nothing well, for it, the first 10 minutes. It was, it was, it's the perfect depiction of the, uh, of that, uh, Simpson mean, you know, where every all the players are standing still, but the ball just keeps getting passed by, you know, three players. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like, that's just do, do, do. And so, yeah. So yeah, the first 10 minutes, I, I was actually, I was annoyed thoroughly. I was like, why are we playing so defensive? Why aren't we getting to the attack? And then, you know, Qatar came through and, they broke out of that, and they ended up having more of the possession and more of the chances throughout the first half. They were dangerous. and put us put us back on our heels. They had some chances. Turner saved us big. Yeah, um, but it was like after that occurred, we came back in the second half with a little more energy. So that, at that point, I was sitting there going, maybe that was the plan. Maybe he, maybe he, you know, he, maybe Berhalter did his, uh, you know, connaissance and figured out that you know Qatar likes to attack. Everybody, yeah, they're not though. very deep. Yeah. So maybe if you can wear them out a bit and, you know, the U S team is anything, if not athletic. So, yeah, you know, we, we can, we can stretch that out and we have the, we have the, I'm going to put air quotes here, but relatively deep inch, I guess for, for this gold cup, um, we can make our subs and Burl has been making his subs throughout the gold cup. So all the players that were coming onto the pitch were ready and sharp ish. <laughs> well, they were definitely sharp today, but <laughs> well, not rolled on wasn't sharp. But we'll get into player ratings, yeah. I guess, later. I had, but yeah, I thought Roald had a whole, perfectly fine. He had a shankopotamus there that almost okay. gave Qatar the opportunity sure. at the end. Other than that, he really didn't do much except lose the ball, do poorly on mm. defense, 
I'm sorry. I I I will say that I will say that I thought Roldan did a lot of good um, connect, connecting with Ariel and Legette in that on that right hand side. They had a number of after that PK and Roldan came in. There was there were a number of opportunities of just one two little passes, you know, one two touches moving through there. And Roldan was a part of that. I'm not going to take anything away from him. I don't think he was anything. I don't think he was stellar by any means. But I don't think he had a terrible game by any means either. Wait, he came in for Areola, so he could not have been playing with Areola. Mm, no, he came. Oh God, you're gonna pull my notes out. Yeah, he did not come all, in for Areola. No, he didn't. All, all that shit that Areola and Legit were doing over in that corner, along with, um, uh, along with uh, more. He came in for Busio. Well, it. Busio, let's see. No, he re- he literally replaced. No, Ariola rolled on, and uh, and Legit were all on the field at the same time. Ariola came out uh, on the second batch, the uh, the Geo and Williamson, because Ariola was perplexed by even leaving the field. Oh, it wasn't until later they moved Cannon up to the right wing. I mean, so, uh, rolled on up to the right wing. Yeah, when Williamson came in. Yeah. Okay, your memory's better than mine. My notes are awful, then. I'm I'm, in, I'm one beer in tonight, so I'm keeping it light. <laughs> I'm a few more than that, but not <laughs> beer. Not beer. Um, so the real thing that stood out tonight was how um, not either healthy or unsharp DK was in a really, really pretty disappointing performance. Yep. So, I guess uh, I didn't watch a pregame uh, show with uh, Berhalter's uh, interview, or whatever. But he had he had apparently had a quote where he's like, you know, I, I want to let him learn and grow into this tourney. I wrote tourney, so he, I'm sure he said tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was talking about how he wanted to give DK a chance to shine. If this is a you know, and they talked about this as well. If this was a World Cup qualifier, Zardis would have started. That's but what he, he said. He wanted he wanted to give DK a chance, and I'm like, okay, that's perfectly fine. Mind you, I'm assuming at that point he had to be able to tell how his how the injury to his left shoulder was. I mean, if it was affecting him, I wouldn't have played him in a in a, in a semifinal. I know I but, wouldn't have either. But he was holding that goddamn yeah. thing from the first half. Yeah, I mean, it was it was he just. <laughs> You have to kind of chalk probably some of his his performance lack of performance with that injury, but yeah, it was it was an ugly game for him. He just did not do well, and if that injury was nagging him enough, he should have gotten pulled at halftime. I'm kind of surprised that he came back out. Um, I did. I was too. Yeah, but you know, my, my going back to that quote, you know, let him learn and let him grow. What's what happened to Williamson? Why why has he had like a two game spell of not playing at all? I guess the difference is if Williamson fucks up, it could cost us a goal. But if DK fucks up for seventy, when the, when the fuck is he ever going to get a playing in playing time? If that's a concern, give him a chance. You well, should have given him a chance earlier on if that was the case. If you really wanted to try to grow, you have, as you well know, in order for you to get playing time under uh, Burhalter, under Greg, you have to make he you have to get in his comfort zone. Mm-hmm. He's got to be absolutely like really comfortable with you and know what your proclivities are, or else you're not going to start. the 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 only difference is up front, where he's willing to give guys like Gio, Gio Caccini and shots and Hoppy 
he's no idea who the, I mean, I'm yep. sure they scouted the players and they know who they are generally, but that doesn't mean Greg feels comfortable starting either of those players, except he is willing at this point to take that shot on Hoppy because Hoppy is the only guy on the field on this team who can take on players. Yep. He's the yep. only one. The he, was, he was our only offensive threat in that first half. Yep. The he, only one. Ariel is a ghost. Deep, you see how deep he was coming? Yeah. And well, and picking up the ball and doing like, you know, uh, wing moves on the opposite wing he was supposed to be playing on. It was crazy. It was I almost great. wonder if Burhalter called him and said, hey, get back further, get that ball. Because there, there, I mean, there was there were huge spells of that game where he wasn't playing as an outside uh, striker. He was playing more of a, as a creative midfielder. Well, was something that something that legit was not doing consistently for the vast majority of the game. And he also switched at certain points with DK and played center forward too. Mm-hmm. DK went out left. He came yeah. inside, and that went on for I can't a handful of minutes for a while. And um, but Hoppy was our best player, and I was sad to see him come off. It turned out it all worked out, and we won the game. But did you see Hoppy yell at Greg? <laughs> he was not happy, and they talked. They definitely talked about that being how he's. You know, he wants to be on the pitch, and we want that from our players. It's not yeah, just well, a, hey, I put in sixty minutes. That was pretty good, right? Okay. Yeah, I'm sure <laughs> Stu doesn't mind that energy. I think Stu said as much. Well, I like that. That's he's got fire in his belly, or whatever the fuck he said. Yeah. Um, but you know. We saw what happened to Dwayne Holmes after he barked at Burhalter. Dwayne Holmes never, never to be seen from again on this. Well, team. yeah, it's true, but I mean, I, I feel like we're talking about two completely different quality of players I know. here. But I just, I just hope he's not real sensitive, Greg. Well, and again, when we're talking about a, a full squad, I mean, we're we're talking about a possibility where Hoppy may not necessarily make the twenty-three. Oh, I mean, he's on my 23 now. I mean, he definitely he's on mine as well. Um, but I'm just saying it's it's very possible. I mean, uh, I mean, it seems like Burhalter's kind of set with a uh with his uh his four wingers, if you will. Um but I mean it would just require kind of a shift, I guess. But either way, that's that's neither here nor there. Let's talk about this game. <laughs> no, you 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 could play Hoppy as a center forward. Yeah, that's true. I mean, what's DK proven nothing? Sardis bumped himself up again tonight by scoring um you know we got sergeant inverter bremen god knows where he's gonna go if he's gonna stay is he gonna go i don't know um and, they're and, still, yeah. still playing him as a winger inverter bremen except for in friendlies where they play him as a center forward and he scores um shocker yeah. huh i said shocker yeah no I, I i we've said it a number of times i think a trio of Pulisic, copy and reina up top would be absolutely stellar. And oh. if you wanted to talk about putting Reina back into the midfield and having like an Aronson <laughs> or a Wea or whomever, I think that would just be an absolute uh, uh, stellar trio up there. Oh, man, it would be great. Yep. I, would, I can't wait to see it, but I'm right now. Doubtful. I, I'm glad <laughs> that Burhalter tried Hoppy the CF spot for a while when he noticed DK was languishing a little maybe. Maybe the or I can't imagine DK and Hoppy switched on their own. I'm sure that was an order. Somebody told them to do that because that's not normal. 
Um, because DK is not a left winger. <laughs> no, no, no. It, it almost seems like DK was trying. And, and again, this may have been a Berhalter decision, but it almost seemed like uh, they pushed him out left uh, in hopes to, you know, pull over a couple of defenders off to the side of the field, opening up the midfield. Yeah. So, oh. I mean, I think that may have been their intent. Speaking of Hoppy, did you see how hard Berhalter yanked his arm to get off the field when he came off? He's like, don't talk to me, motherfucker. Ugh, yanked him. Just yanked his arm. I did not yeah. see that, but I did see uh, Berhalter get in the face of the fourth official after the goal. <laughs> oh, he, he got in fucking Hoppy's face, dude. Yeah. He's like, shut the fuck up and go sit the fuck down. Mm. And then Hoppy threw, you know, the towel over his head and shit, and he was definitely pissed off. I, you know what? I mean, we said it in the first few games we saw Hoppy. That guy's got, like, a fire in his belly. Yep. You know? He's, he's a fucking rabble rouser. That dude's got some sort of chip on his shoulder, probably from getting cut by the Galaxy <laughs> when he was a youth player. I um, had no idea that. I, guess I really didn't follow his youth until he was at Chalka. I was yeah, unaware of that. He, he was an LA Galaxy youth player. And they said, "Nah, we don't like what you are. We don't. We don't think you're going to be very good." They let him go, man. And he went to the U.S.-based Barcelona Academy for a while, and then he went to Schalke. So there you go. I mean, fuck LAG. I'm going to Germany, bitch. Yeah. And so, so while while we're talking about Hoppy and Hoppy getting subbed off and everything like that, let's let's talk about the sub choice as the APK is about to come into play. I was, I have to say, this is obviously before they started playing, but I was absolutely livid when thinking that we were going to go down a goal that our next, our three subs that are going to come in, we're going to be rolled on Zardis and cannon. Zardis is obvious because DK was up lame. You know, we need to bring in Zardis. That was fine. But I'm like, we're going to go down a goal here and we're bringing in rolled on and cannon. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't believe it. Then they missed the PK, and then all of a sudden the energy went from like two and a half to eleven. Yeah, and then we were just constantly on the attack for the remainder of those last like 30, 35 minutes. And Listen, you know yeah. that 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 benefited rolled on and Cannon because all of a sudden everything was working in our favor and it looked good. So it, it certainly benefited Cannon. Again, artists for sure. <laughs> I'm not still. I'm not. I'll have to watch the game again tomorrow. But I, 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 I think we're gonna. They were rolled on. Definitely had some guffs. You know, he definitely. Uh, he definitely made some bad uh, plays here and there. But I think as a whole, overall, I think he uh, he connected with players into our attack. Again, nothing spectacular by any means, but he was just a, a constant connector between. Ariola and Legette on the right-hand side. Yeah, and you got to see Williamson tonight. That was one of your wishes. Dude, yes, and I have to say, Williamson was far cleaner in his 15, whatever, 20 minutes, whatever it was, 15 minutes, I think, than yep. Busio has been all tournament. I think Busio has been – I think Busio – you can see, the, you can see the, the talent there. You can see the promise. But when Williamson came in, and I thought he was, he was great against Martinique – but when he came in, I I, I I noticed it immediately. It was just sharper, cleaner, and maybe that's because the Qatar team was worn out. They were getting a little sloppy, but it was just it was night and day how how clean it was. And so. it was in fact Williamson who took the pass from Gio Chini mm-hmm. and 
then Williamson triangled him into the box. And then Gio Caccini wheeled around and, of course, then found Zardis in the middle with that tricky little right foot side pass. And uh, a no look pass, nonetheless. It was a, it was a, it was a nice uh, or five, five pass uh, setup for the goal. Yeah. Um, it was legit to Gio, to Williamson, to Gio, to Zardis. Yeah. And it was just, it was, it was just, it was nice to watch. And yes. Gio, Gio is, Gio Caccini is definitely one of my high rankers of the game. Short, short amount of time, but he made the biggest impact, in my opinion. Dude, that dude was like a punching bag dude, for, he, for the Qataris. He took, he took a lot of fouls and he took a lot of time off the clock. But then again, he also was one of the more creative people, especially coming in late. He had limited time and he had all the energy in the world, but he, he made, Everything he could have, you know, out of it. Dude, that was brutal to yeah. watch. They were creaming Gio Kitty. They were like beating him like a baby seal. I mean, it was <laughs> with brutal. another baby seal, of course. <laughs> I mean, it was it was bad, and mm-hmm. I'm I'm glad he was able to take that physical thing. But then again, it, it wasn't as bad as that um, possible um, junk stomp on uh, Jesus, Shaq yeah. Moore. <laughs> That that looked pretty scary. Well, hey, let, let's uh let's have some uh, sympathy for the Qatarian player, if that's how you, if that's what they are, Qatarians, <laughs> the Qatarians. player of Qatar, Qataris. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he may have rolled his ankle while stomping on his junk. So that's there's true. that. <laughs> and I hope it wasn't on his junk, but it seriously looked Dude, like his junk. Yeah. I mean, come on. <laughs> that was yeah. That was right there. That had the had the had to hurt so bad. I mean, the only thing you can hope there is that, you know, that the boys were kind of too low to get stomped on, right? So you just <laughs> took shaft damage, basically. You just, yeah. And you can that can be fixed, right? But <laughs> crushed testicles nah. with spikes in them, yeah, that's not good. Now I've never been personally <clears throat> stomped in the testicles. I've had other things happen to them, but not stopped. And uh, but I can only imagine that uh, Jack Moore is saying a prayer tonight. That's all I gotta say because that looked awful. Um, you know, one one thing I do want to add in here, just so I don't forget to add it in. Uh, Robinson once again was a beast. Yes, absolutely stellar game. He saved Sands' ass several times. Yes, it, quite, quite frank, quite frankly, uh, of of the defense. You know, we had, we were we had Zimmerman. You know, Zimmerman was a constant. You know, I was confident with him. Sands yep. was showing up. I think this was probably Sands' worst game of the tournament, and that's saying that's a lot great. because it wasn't a, and it wasn't an awful game, but he had some bad some bad moments. He had some bad moments. For yeah, sure. but yeah. Robinson, I think, has been the most consistent all tournament, and I think. Uh, I think he's his stock has grown the most. Yeah, and then we we'll get into if as we do our player ratings next segment, sure. whether or not they're they've got played themselves into a discussion as depth for the U.S. men's national team. Right? We're gonna add the, like the uh, six different categories. Now we're just gonna go <laughs> or thumbs up or something like that. Oh, by the way, the Mexico Canada game is just starting. Well, it's not starting. They're doing the uh, national anthems 
And once they're done with those, they'll start. But uh, quick predictions from you. Do you have a prediction tonight? Let's see if we're right or wrong tomorrow. Mexico's going to win. Score? Uh, do you want me to give you a score? Uh, I'm going to go with 2 0. Huh. You know what? I'm going to go with Canada in a penalty. Interesting. Penalties. Mexico hasn't been scored on all tournament, and you think he's got? Uh, you think it's going to go down to penalties? Yes, I think we're going to see. No, I think. I, th- I think. I think Canada will get. Uh, will get. Uh, eventually, Mexico will pry their way in and score a goal, and then Canada will have to press, and then Mexico will come back and score again. I'm going two zero. Uh, I guess I haven't figured out if Laren's back or not. I guess that would change my opinion if Kyle Laren was starting. Might that might change my opinion? I don't hmm. – it's not a big loss that they lost Akinola as long as Laren is back. So um, we'll see what happens there. All right. Well, I think that will do it for this segment. We'll go on to the player ratings segment, and uh, we'll talk a little about my birthday. All right. Until the next time on the Straight Red Card, you love it.